0: Alright, coming up this week in this episode, uh, we've got a little game that I came up with sort of on the fly, and really right as we started recording, uh, called QB Roulette. Take a look at 10 QBs, will they be on their same teams next year, will they be on a different team, and if so, what teams? Um, That comes first, though, after we recap the week that was in the NFL in terms of the super wild card round, and then we look ahead to next week, in the divisional round, guessing some lines. Man, we were pretty like-minded this week. Um, It is birthday week for Juan, so uh, he's got that coming up this weekend as well. So happy birthday, Juan. Coming up next, QB Roulette, divisional round, guess the lines. All right, so we're, we're recapping wild card weekend, looking ahead to divisional round. Okay, so you didn't make it up through that whole game last night, but no, I fell asleep I was... a little bit after halftime.
1: I tried. To, my goal was to take a nap at halftime to be good for the second half, but I just didn't come out of it for the second half, and I just went to bed. So,
0: just you took a nap before going to sleep. I took.
1: A, I basically took a nap before going to. Yeah, I took. Took a nap before I up just going to sleep and just quitting because like this is not worth it, and uh, my body can't handle watching this game. And yeah, this might be Brady's last game, but not happening. I can't watch any more missed yeah. extra points and terrible offense from the Bucks.
0: Oh my gosh, yeah. So we had this one on the Swivel TV and we were watching White Lotus. We're we're finishing up with season two and I just couldn't believe because I wasn't totally paying attention to the up top TV and I couldn't believe, like he missed one PAT and I'm like, oh wow, okay, that's crazy. And then I pop onto Twitter and I see something about another miss. I'm like, surely we have to be talking about the same first miss. Then he missed the third. (laughs) I'm like, that's not, this is not happening. And then I woke up and he missed a fourth. So. Yeah, I did not make it to the
1: fourth. I saw the first three, but I did not make
0: it to the fourth. So. Is he going to make it to next weekend? Is he, is he traveling with the team to San Francisco?
1: I don't know. Like at what point, like if he misses the first one next week, you can't go back out there anymore. Right. Like if he misses the first one, like one game, you can say it's a mental thing and it gets all messed up. All right. Reset. And now we're good. Let's say next week he misses the first one. You can't go back out there again, right? Like, it's just go for two at that point,
0: right? I mean, I would think, but then at the same time, <laughs> I would have thought when he misses three in the same game, I would, th- I would think after two in the same game, you're like, eh, three in the same game. I'm thinking, really, forget it. And then four, like, this dude can walk back to Dallas. He doesn't need to fly on the team jet with us.
1: I mean, if I lose that game, yeah, I mean, he's walking back. And I mean, he's fortunate
0: he didn't everywhere. miss the flight. Everything else he missed last night.
1: Ha ha ha! Matt's got
0: jokes. Ah, I don't know. <laughs> I guess we don't have confirmation that what is it? Mar, Mare? I don't, I don't know. Mar-er. I don't care enough.
1: Everyone knows Mar-er. his name now, though, even though people didn't before. Now more people know what it is just because of the bad things.
0: Yeah, that's that's a tough spot. So that's, I mean, that's a big takeaway from last night. Is the the Cowboys missed four PATs and still? I mean, pretty thoroughly pummel the Bucks, who I guess were like DOA yesterday.
1: Yeah, and you still had money on the Bucks. I told you new rule. You can't bet on the NFC South without asking yeah. me first. I could have told you there's nothing with the Bucks. Like it's just no.
0: That's a fair rule. I just it was the it was entirely the Brady factor. I mean, the the boys were only two and a half point favorites, and you would have thought that I mean, what how big of favorites are they if Brady's not playing? How many points is he worth? Because it's surely more than two and a half. They won by 17.
1: Yeah. um, It was pretty lopsided. I was surprised it was that much. Apparently, when the line opened up, it was three and a half. Uh, And apparently, a bunch of the sharps hit it hard to bring it down to two and a half. But I I like the. I told you I like Dallas going into that. I was like, no, I like Dallas here. I did not bet on that, though, but.
0: Yeah, I was on the wrong side there. I'm just glad I didn't do any of the anytime scores that I was looking at either because we were texting about it. The, the only one that was even enticing was Zeke at even odds, and everybody else was plus odds. So obviously, there was plenty of scoring, but I'm glad I stayed away from that because that would have been a bummer to lose on the game and the anytime score.
1: That's good. Did you end up winning money this weekend or losing money?
0: <sighs> it's about the thrill, one. It ain't about the money in your pocket. It's about the joy of competing.
1: You know, I was at my brother's this weekend for uh, his wife's birthday. We were talking about gambling and stuff, and he refuses to call it gambling. He just calls it sports investing. I like that. I think I'm going to start using that terminology now. He's just investing in sports. So we're going to drop the G word and just start saying uh, some investing now. So I like
0: that. We're officially a sports investing podcast. Absolutely.
1: Sports investing.
0: I don't know. I, I did. I mean, going throughout the weekend, I had. Chris Christian McCaffrey to score at any point during the game is like just putting money straight into my pocket at this point. That minute. is free that money.
1: Made. That and Kelsey, you love those bets. <laughs> Kelsey and McCaffrey.
0: Well, Kelsey's not his money. Kelsey had some struggles down the stretch, but McCaffrey. I mean, he could run it in. He could. Uh, he could. Uh, he, he could catch a pass. I mean, he threw a couple passes. It felt like the season. Not that that counts, but he's so involved in that offense. It's a given that he's going to score. Yeah. At this point it should be like minus three, four hundred that, that guy's gonna score. Minus one seventy is still a gift.
1: So if it's minus two hundred, you making that bet again next weekend? McCaffrey Probably. You score? Probably. What about Kelsey? Kelsey minus one fifty, do you bet that?
0: No, he's he hasn't been as much of a given. Did I by the way, did I tell you about last weekend when I accidentally got the wrong guy? So I've been riding Jarek McKinnon a little bit on that anytime score bet. Because he was he was cashing in about every week. Mm-hmm. And uh, I accidentally did Isaiah Pacheco instead last week. I clicked the wrong short little running back, and uh, he scored. So my mistake turned into a win in terms of sports investing.
1: Talk about week 18?
0: Uh, yeah, it had to be week gotcha. 18.
1: Okay. So you clicked the yeah. wrong guy. So you just basically could just keep betting on Chiefs guys, and you win, is what you're saying.
0: Yeah, just pick well the running backs have really started getting involved in the passing game too in the red zone so mm-hmm. that's worked out really well so there's my little uh, sports investing tip for this weekend is actually I should look and see now what what are those guys looking like for anytime scorers because
1: yeah tell me you who you those, like let's make some money you apparently know the Chiefs offense pretty well
0: yeah well it's just it's such a revelation to watch an offense that is competent and cares and is creative and um, has guys moving in ways that are unique and that is true if anyone knows what a good advice. offense
1: looks like it should be you so between Clemson and the Steelers you, you you know it so
0: right right I know exactly what is not a good offense so when I see it it's such a joyful relief you like how both two playoff coordinators got fired today and yet Mike Tomlin's still over here just hanging out with Matt Canada
1: but we're done talking about the Steelers at this point all right we're gonna <laughs> wait it back after the season podcast, maybe right now, we need to talk about the teams that deserve to be talked about.
0: So this weekend, Kelsey's minus 152, so you're pretty spot on there. Okay. McKinnon, minus 122. And uh, Pacheco, even odds. ETN slipping in there, too, at minus 115.
1: ETN hasn't scored, though, recently.
0: No, he really hasn't. I've, I've hopped off that train because it's... I don't, I don't think like that's it. hit for me. I liked it for a while, but I don't think it's hit since about week sixteen. Yeah, I don't like this. Well, so what, what uh let's go backwards still. So we started with Bucks, Cowboys. Did you so you watched all of Sunday night too?
1: Which one was Sunday night? Uh Ravens Bengals, Bengals yes, Ravens. I did. I watched that whole game. Did you watch that game?
0: I think I made it till the end of the third quarter. I just was tired after Saturday and I gave up. I've seen enough AFC North games. I figured it was going to go down to the wire, so whatever. I'd miss it, so be it. But I did. I was awake long enough to see the uh, incredibly monumental collapse of a butchered sneak by Huntley. And I liked the line afterward that just on that play, Lamar Jackson just made another twenty million dollars.
1: I mean, that that was pretty hilarious to watch. And it was funny, too, is right before that, they were talking about how all the Sharps put money on the Bengals. Or, sorry, all the Sharps had money on the Ravens. And literally right as they said that, that play happens. And I was like, I turned everyone in the room and I was like, well, I guess the Sharps didn't see that happening. But they ended up covering, though, because they covered the 8.5 and, and only lost by 7. So I almost made a bet, actually, for the Ravens to cover 16.5 and, and they got to 17, but I didn't make
0: that bet, so... You did that on Saturday though with somebody, right? With the Jags.
1: I did, did with the sixteen. I and did. A half. I bet the uh, I bet the Jags when they were down seventeen, nothing to cover 16 and a half, I was like, all right, Trevor is going to turn it around here, and the Chargers will just start getting conservative. And then it was before I knew it, it was twenty seven, nothing, and I was like, hmm, this is probably not such a good idea anymore. So,
0: I I think I texted you. If I'd have realized it was Huntley and not Anthony Brown. I was already entertaining Ravens plus 10 at the line that I saw. If I had seen that it was Huntley, I think I definitely would have jumped on that. That was just a mistake on, on my end in terms of my sports investing Sunday night. Because those games, those AFC North really are, it always feels like those games are like no more than six points between the two teams. And that's even a stretch in some cases.
1: Yeah, the Ravens were able to get after Burrow. I don't know how many times they sacked him, but...
0: Well, at this point, I mean, I'll get to that one. Like I, I, I want to hit on my top teams left, and uh, that, that's a factor for the Bengals. I've got them probably way lower than other people might imagine because with as depleted as their offensive line is right now, the Ravens, like you mentioned, we were texting about it, they were easily able to get to Burrow, mm-hmm. and that's the Ravens. You know, they're they're competent on defense, but um, you, you're going to start playing some teams, some Chiefs teams that are rested, some uh, potentially Jags teams that are playing well, like – you're gonna to have to protect the quarterback, and Burrow can't be scared for his life back there.
1: Yeah, I don't know how is the Ravens supposed to have a good defensive line, or I mean, I know that the Bengals they showed their offensive line stats, and they people were all over the place. Um, and then the guy even got hurt, and they brought an old Clemson alum, Jackson Carmen, in there. And uh,
0: oh yeah, I saw I saw the Carmen made it in. I mean, the Ravens are just. They're like always sneaky good. Mm-hmm. They've got some good playmakers on defense, and they just—they come from that Harbaugh mentality of of defense first, and it and it works for them. And they they seem to—I mean, in a way, they're similar to Steelers in that way, in that they just—they're always all right on defense, if if not better than all right.
1: Did you see that bet that was made during the uh, the Jaguars uh, Chargers game about the guy who? So when the i saw it this morning or no it was uh yesterday morning it got out from one of the sports books they took a bet for the chargers to win when they were up 27 to nothing so someone placed a bet for the uh, chargers to win when they were up 27 to nothing they bet 1.4 million dollars to win 11 grand obviously the bet Uh, the bet lost and they lost 1.4 million dollars but
0: yeah, what a dope. That person's sports investing privileges should be taken away. I think I did hear about that somewhere.
1: You know, they were just looking at it, too, being like, what are they doing? This is easy money. There's no way they're going to lose this game. Then they placed that bet, and uh, yeah. no. Did
0: you see the thing with the, the Chargers game where their win probability was like up here, up here, up here, and then at the end of the game it tailed off, and I saw somebody turn that into a Chargers logo?
1: That's hilarious. No, I did not see that. I like that, though.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know where it was. I couldn't send it to you, but... I mean, honestly, I feel like that was that was the best game of the. I mean, there were some pretty good ones this past weekend, but we can we can skip past Dolphins Bills because that was just I fell asleep at halftime of that one, and I woke up. That was, was yeah, I, that was a close I, I game. Yeah, but it's
1: that was a close game, and can like the Bills have had a lot of close games. Like they kind of just seem to get by in games where they should be winning by a good bit.
0: Well, I mean, I'm I'm a little scared. That's my Super Bowl winner, and I'm a little scared at this point because I, I I don't know that the Bills. I I would imagine they win this week, um, but I I think those. I, I'm not sold that they're. I, I think. Blah blah blah. What I'm trying to say is, I think they're they and the Bengals. I think are playing the second worst or the. I am so jumbled right now. They're playing the worst AFC game this weekend because I think the two top teams in the AFC right now, I'd ride that Jags momentum. And I think that Chiefs-Jags game is going to be a pretty good one.
1: Do you think the Jags are better than the Bills and the Bengals?
0: No, I don't think they're better. But I do think there is something to be said for the fact that the Jags have a Super Bowl-winning um, head coach. They've got a quarterback who we watched for four years. You could be like, Trevor, you know, the floor is literally melting around you. Okay, Like that guy is Mr. Cool, Calm, Collected. And so you have those two factors and the fact that they've now they've turned it around from last season. They've won eight games more than they won last season. They came back last week. Trevor threw four picks in the first half and was totally unfazed and came back in the second half. I think they're riding some huge momentum right now.
1: Yeah, but you you obviously throwing four picks is absolutely horrible, but you gotta be more careful with the ball now going up against the Chiefs and if they were to get past that game the winner of the other two teams like you can do that against the Chargers because it's the Chargers they'll find a way to lose but he does have to be a little careful like it's one thing to be unfazed but some of those throws are some pretty bad throws and some bad decisions that he just can't get away with at this point he's fine I mean I hope he's fine I'm rooting for him to be fine
0: did you you see that he went to Waffle House after the game
1: I did see that yes (laughs) My brother had saw that, and apparently they the team like took over Waffle House and was there. So
0: that's awesome. I told that to Kristen; she thought that was the coolest thing.
1: I mean, he's I don't know dude. what else was open at that point. I mean, I guess you could go clubbing, but he's probably like, nah. I'm not doing that.
0: Yeah, he's like mm, pass. I already, I already uh, went on a roller coaster of a night earlier. Um, I mean, yeah, that Bills Dolphins game was, I it just. It, I, I felt like it was, for a three-point game, it was a just incredibly boring game. Uh,
1: yeah, I, we had it I on, if... but I was like doing other stuff at the time, and I would kind of look over and see what was going on. Um, honestly, the Dolphins didn't help out Skyler Thompson as much as they could have. They left a couple of plays <laughs> out there, I feel like, to help him. And had uh,
0: a lot of drops. They did. It just, that game felt like it was... Like you're saying, you could have it on in the background. It's like, oh, look at that, Bills are up 15. Oh, look at that, Dolphins are down two. Oh, yeah. look. and there was no temperament in, in change in temperament and in, in attitude toward the game. I agree. And we, we talked a little bit about Jags and uh, I already forgot who they played Chargers Saturday night. Mm-hmm. I was texting you about about it earlier um, this weekend. I don't understand how Brandon Staley still has a job.
1: You said he'd be fired on Monday. I said he would not be fired on Monday. I mean, Has has there been talk in Charger Lane that he's going to be fired? or they want him fired?
0: Well, I don't know. They fired the offense coordinator. I don't know if that's going to be the coverall, but I think they're just absolutely wasting Herbert's uh, beginning of his prime. I mean, what are you doing? I I don't think they're going to win with Staley, and so I think you're just kind of biding your time.
1: How long has Staley been there for?
0: Uh, this was year two.
1: Give him one more year.
0: That could be another blown year, though. Another opportunity squandered for Herbert. And uh, I'm going to fact check it, but I-, I believe this was year two. That sounds right. And, and was this this was year two or year three for um, Herbert?
1: Uh, this was year three for Herbert, I think. There's no way this was year two.
0: No, I'm sorry. This was year three for Staley, 21, 22, 23. Yep. So I believe he's been there as long as Herbert has. And So you're, you've are you got to capitalize on Herbert and the talent and the, the young, cheap, rookie status of his deal. Um, 21, 22, 23. No, so this, this was year four. For Herbert, I mean, that's even crazier than I thought, man. Where next year will be his year twenty-five, age twenty-five season. You sure you you want to take that back? You sure you want to just rock with Brandon Staley again next year? Age I mean, twenty-five I mean, season I mean, not... for Herbert, year four under Staley.
1: Yeah, I thought he maybe was. I thought he only had two years under him and not three. Well, you're changing it on me now. I didn't realize there was an extra year in there. That's.
0: I didn't realize either.
1: What has he done every year? What has he done every year? Like they've been competitive. They're just not over that hump, right?
0: Well, and I think too with him, he gets caught up in the analytical stuff. And oh no, this is year three. Why can I not? Yeah, because we're in 2023. Yeah, this is year two. Okay. My math is off tonight. I told you, I'm tired. One but more since year. Four. One more year. Nine and eight, ten and seven. You move up a game in the in the divisional standings. One more year. I don't know. I guess, but then you're looking at what's Herbert's deal. That's I think a factor too. That how much longer do you have Herbert at this? What's going to be comparatively a cheaper contract, oh, see, this is it. This is it. He's doing another contract after this upcoming season.
1: So you make your decision after this year. What are you going to do?
0: So you're going to let Brandon Staley dictate what you do with Justin Herbert. Okay. That or seems you like bring like a, in a brand you know,
1: new unknown guy and then you're starting from scratch and then you're trying to I mean, what does Herbert think of Staley? Maybe I don't he know. He loves him. He wants to play for him.
0: Now, the thing that I've heard is, because I think the pairing is, all we've heard about Sean Payton for weeks is he's a quarterback maestro, and what I've heard over recent weeks has been that the the Chargers are just so cheap, and I've heard that from a couple other angles. They really don't want to fire a coach and then be paying for another one, um, and so I guess there's that factor, and you put all your eggs in the, in the uh, Sean Payton basket. I guess to your point, you see what you got for one more year, but then... We'll talk to talk about him in a minute here, but because uh, I just now realized I totally skipped over Giants Vikings in recapping the weekend, but
1: that game's not important.
0: Yeah, I mean it was. Kind I of didn't watch a ton of it, um, but the the Giants went the opposite route of what we're talking about, where they they knew they had Daniel Jones, they knew they needed to try something, so they go get Dayball, and that made all the difference. And now Daniel Jones is going to get another contract. Mm-hmm. I just. I don't know, man. I, I have no reason to be invested in the Chargers other than the fact that I think Justin Herbert is a sensational talent, and I think his prime is just we're starting to get to the point where it's just being utterly wasted.
1: I like the Chargers. I agree. I uh, I don't think anyone's blaming anything on Justin Herbert. I think everyone knows he's a good quarterback. So why exactly they're falling short, I don't know. I, I, I don't have an answer for that. Um, they should be able to get past the Jaguars, though. Um, they're in a tough division though. It's gonna be tough for them to get home games in the playoffs, and not that their home field advantage is much of an advantage, but they should have won that game at least, and then gone from there. So I think it was definitely a disappointing season for them how it ended up. So
0: you just knew it was gonna end like that though. They had the Chargers. That's how it goes every year.
1: I mean, I didn't I can't see I knew that was gonna happen. Now I did know the Vikings were gonna lose. Like we knew that the whole season, right? We would talk about the Vikings record and everything and just say, Oh, the Vikings, they have one of the best records, but yeah, they're just gonna lose, right? So I can't say I was surprised about the Vikings losing. Um
0: Yeah, I can't say I was surprised either. I bet on the Giants. Plus three, baby. Give me the Giants. Easy money. For real. Now that was another one too that it felt like you didn't watch half of it, and you didn't miss anything. But then you actually started watching it, and you still didn't feel like you were like gaining much from watching the game. I'm gonna give didn't you feel a, like miss uh, much.
1: I'm gonna give you a bet, my brother. Sorry, an investment my brother made before. <laughs> all right, and it has to do with this game actually, which gives it away. But he's like, all right, he goes. He's gonna make a bet that pays out plus 150. It was these four wide receivers have to get 50 wide, 50 yards receiving each. Okay, Stefan Diggs. Tyree kill justin jefferson jamar chase all right so the number one guys on all those teams just have to get at least 50 yards and it pays out plus 150 and i told him i was like one of those guys is going to screw it up i don't know which one's going to screw it up but one of them is going to screw it up and sure enough it was probably maybe the best one out of all of them in jefferson just kirk just didn't even look his way like i don't even know what the giants were doing if they're doing anything special but he wasn't even looking jefferson's way He had like forty something yards and, yeah.
0: So I mean, I almost lost my mind when he threw that pass because, again, this is the Steelers' offense, uh, right in my face with the whole idea of like, oh, it's we ran on first down and now it's second and nine and let's run again because we're idiots and then now it's third and seven let's throw for three. This is like what I watch every week all fall. And so I about lost my mind when I'm thinking, this is your season on the line, dude. It's fourth and eight, and you throw for three yards. That's it. You you deserve to go home. Pack it up. You deserve like a free pass. You don't even have to talk to the media. Just go home and sit in the corner and think about what you've done because that was awful.
1: I thought he was going to do the Brady thing where, you know, remember a couple of years ago when Brady didn't realize it was fourth down and he just held up four looking around confused because he didn't. <laughs> I thought that's what Kirk should have done. He should have been like, that was, that was fourth. Oh, I thought that was third. I didn't realize that, huh?
0: It would have been more authentic if he like did the thing that he was doing on the plane earlier this year with the like the chain going like this, thinking that he got the first step. that was just so awful. You can't do that in that situation. What a terrible way for your season to end. I can't imagine being a Vikings fan and you just like dumbstruck, staring at your TV. Like, how how is it possible that this is just how our season ended?
1: I don't know if you've seen on Reddit, but uh there's like a a subreddit you should check it out it's the nfc uh north me more so it's basically the vikings the you know the, the whole division basically just making fun of each other because they all just suck this year and it's just all of them just being like did you make the playoffs nope i did but then i lost in the first round like it's just all just jokes about each other and they're all in on it together just like man we suck as a division right now so good thing my division's really good at, so can't relate yeah
0: but. you're you're to talk from the from the Upper echelon there, absolutely. Um, well, I feel like you know the 49ers game. We talked about it a little bit already. I feel like that gets us. You're, you're talking the NFC North. I feel like that gives me into a little game I want to play with you okay. that uh, features three QBs from the NFC North. All right. So this is not a very complicated game, but um, I didn't tell you about this. You're not. You had no preparation here. All right, we're gonna like play it. a little. We're gonna play a little QB roulette. So I'm gonna I got a list of what do we got here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten quarterbacks. How about that? And even ten. I got ten QBs, and we're just gonna play Q B roulette. Okay. You have the option to tell me either they're staying or they're going. And if they're going, you can tell me where.
1: This is hard. How am I supposed to tell you this if I okay, if I didn't have any time to prep? All right, let's see.
0: It's going to be great. It's going to be off the cuff, Vegas one, off the cuff. All right. And I think some are easier than others. All right. So the first one, Mr. Bounced out of the playoffs last night, Tom Brady, the GOAT. I think he's Kimmy got it. Roulette. Staying? Going? And if so, where?
1: He's staying.
0: Oh, I, I disagree.
1: What do you think is happening?
0: I disagree. I think that man's going to be playing in the black and black and silver in Vegas come You fall. think so? Okay. He's going back with McDaniels. I don't I don't have any reason to believe this other than the fact that he's looking at the Bucks now and he's seeing we're going to have a an offensive coordinator changeover. Um, I don't have Gronk. I don't have Antonio lost his mind, Brown. Godwin's not the same player. Mike Evans is getting older. This is not the team that I came to three years ago. And he's going to look out west and he's going to go. Devontae, Adams, Darren Waller, Renfro. Plus I get reunited with my old OC. Sounds good. And I can live in Vegas. I'm in.
1: I'm going to come at this from a different angle on why he stays. Not even football related. I think he stays just because of family stuff. I mean, the fact that he's divorced now and, you know, he still wants to spend a ton of time with his kids. To just take off and go out west kind of hurts that a lot. I think that can mess up a lot of that dynamic. Um that, that would that stuff. would be the
0: big argument for him for him staying put would be that the whole family dynamic yeah. and not going out west. I, I I will agree. I would say that's the biggest detriment for going out west. But I don't I don't see him staying. I think yesterday seemed pretty definitive. It seemed like uh, that was a, an end of an era, even if it was short lived.
1: But I mean, he's part of the reason they're not even playing well. Like some of those throws that he made in that game last night were just terrible decisions. Like it's, it's just getting
0: just- old. I think what's incredible is that. Neither of us is saying that he's done playing for the Bucks because he's going to go to TV to do that Fox deal that he's already signed. I, that probably should be the likeliest scenario at this point, and it makes the most sense, plausibly.
1: I just don't think he's giving it up yet.
0: I know. I don't. I don't. That man might have to go off with like a Thiesman type injury, just totally take me out over my dead body, literally. All right, next QB roulette candidate, Derek Carr.
1: All right, so he's definitely gone.
0: He's out. That's uh, the one that Brady would be replacing. He's gone. Definitely
1: gone. Where is he going to go?
0: And if this helps, I pulled up a list of all NFL teams, and I'm just looking at it because I know you can do the same as me. You think about who's where, who's...
1: Well, he has to be traded, right? Because he's still um, under contract. He's, with...
0: he's going to be traded.
1: I don't know. He's got to...
0: This one's tricky because he is due so much money. And it's got to be a trade. And it's got to be somebody who still believes in his potential. Unless it's somebody who has no idea what they're doing. And they just need a solution that's not some of the guys on the current roster. Like who? Like the New York Football Jets. Dear heaven above, help us. We cannot roll out Zach Wilson next season. That's fair. Mike White is not a starting quarterback for an 18-week season. We're the Jets. We're in New York. We have money. Let's give it a whirl with this guy. I mean, we gave it a whirl with Joe Flacco as our backup for a little while. You don't think they'd go for Derek Carr, who was pretty good just 18 months ago?
1: I can see that. I don't think that's terrible. The first thing that came to my mind was the the Commanders for some reason.
0: Oh, my gosh. Going from Carson Wentz to (laughs) Derek Carr right now. As if them having the Snyders in control of that franchise is not punishment enough. I like the
1: Jets, though. I I like that. Can you bet on that? Where is he going to end up? I like that.
0: Uh, We can check it out. We can look and see. Here's your next one, though. I'll check that out while you think about your next QB roulette candidate. Aaron Rodgers. He's going back. That's probably the easy answer. Probably the simple answer. You know, my man Cowherd was... I'll just float this one... I. I don't know. I he floated this recently. He said Mike Vrabel's looking at r- walking out Ryan Tannehill every week, and Vrabel's thinking I need something else. Rogers could go to Nashville. That makes some sense. I just don't know that I totally buy that.
1: I don't know if I buy that either. Like, is that really that much of a better situation? Like, who's he going to throw the ball to there?
0: I think you're number one.
1: Maybe Traylon Burks, right? But he's the young guy.
0: Oh, that's right. I'm thinking A.J. Brown. Nope. He's playing in Philly. Uh, I think your big thing there is you're, you, you get Derrick Henry and you get Vrabel. V- Vrabel. Vrabel. Um, and you get to play in Nashville.
1: I do think and the it's... Titans make a quarterback change. Maybe that's a Derek Carr option, actually. I like that better than the commanders that I said.
0: So Tannehill's not on my list of QB roulette, but more so because. Kind of figured he's staying put unless somebody forces him to be going elsewhere. Okay. All right. Next up on my QB roulette list, Jimmy G.
1: I, I think he's, I think he's got to be gone.
0: I think so too. I think, he, I just, I think, I think there's no just not a spot for him.
1: I mean, between Trey Lance and now Purdy looking like he can do what they need him to do, why, why do they need Jimmy G? I just don't but, know yeah. who's going to take him, though. I don't know how much he's getting paid, and I don't know what you do with him, but they're kind of in a tough spot right now.
0: Yeah, I have no idea what you do. Do you trade Brock Jimmy Purdy? G. Who's got better trade value right now, Jimmy G or Brock Purdy?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Do you just trade Purdy instead, under his rookie contract? Probably not paying him too much. Keep Lance. Oh, okay,
0: here we go. Jimmy G's an unrestricted free agent, so I could wipe that one. I didn't look that up ahead of time. He's I thought walk. they he paid go, him.
1: Did they not was it only one year they paid him for? Um I thought they paid him before the year and it was confusing restructured, it was like, yeah,
0: one year six point five in August. Okay. So that that clears him and and clears up that situation. He'll just walk, he'll go somewhere else. But it is interesting to think because he probably could help somebody right now. Oh, oh here he, you go. Is his team the Patriots?
1: I'd like to see that.
0: I think I would too. I'd be. I mean, is Mac definitely
1: fan? not the guy?
0: Well, you got two QBs in the room. Is either one the guy, Mac or, or Zappy? It's too bad that's not one dude. Max Zappy is a pretty tight name.
1: Max Zappy. <laughs> Max Zappy.
0: Who's I forget who wanted Jimmy G out? Was it? But I think it was Belichick wanted him to stay because he wanted a Brady succession plan. Correct. And Kraft was in Brady's corner, and Kraft was like, get the heck out of here. I think so. So That would would have to be Belichick. That could be why Belichick's hanging on. If I could just get to this offseason.
1: To get Jimmy G back?
0: The heck with Mac. The heck with Zappy. I'm getting Jimmy G back. We
1: have to ask Nick that question. I don't know.
0: Okay, I like that. I'm, t- I'm talking myself into that one. I did not find odds for Derek Carr going to the Jets, and I did not see any for uh, Max Zappy or Jimmy G or whoever to be the Bats QB next year. All right, my next name, QB Roulette, Danny Dimes, Mr. Daniel Jones.
1: I think he's back with the Giants.
0: I agree. I thought that was a quick one, but I just thought it was worth mentioning. Yeah. Tua, turn the ball over.
1: He's back with Miami.
0: Oh, see, I feel like this is another one where maybe that's a Brady sliding in. Maybe that's a... They go with... They, they want to try Derek Carr instead, or...
1: I don't know. I think his Tua looked pretty good when he was healthy, though. Like It seemed like they had a lot of the pieces there at the beginning of the year, and then he just got destroyed with his health stuff. And you want to bring in an unknown? You want to bring in a Tom Brady, who might be one year at the most and out the door? You know, you just... I... I feel like there maybe could be something there with Tua. He showed it this year until the injuries happened. I, that just seems like a weird choice to jump from Tua to Brady, maybe Carr. I, I think I like that better than Brady at this point.
0: Jimmy G. I think if you get Jimmy G, you're dealing with the same issues as Tua. It's just Tua was hurt in college. Now he's been hurt in the NFL and concussions are not they're not so much a thing that he can control within his power, but this is a guy that has had an injury history both in college now and in the NFL. Yeah. I don't know if Jimmy like G is the guy.
1: Out. I don't think Jimmy G is. I mean, I, Jimmy G is just more of a game manager, right? Just the type of offense that he plays. He's not going to air it out that's to Tyreek and uh, Waddle. I don't know. Two is a little more aggressive with the stuff that he throws going downfield. I mean, look how many yards Tyreek had. I mean, he, he goes downfield a good bit. Jimmy G just doesn't do that.
0: I think the Dolphins, interestingly enough, are in a similar spot to the, the Herbert Chargers in the fact that you've got this young, I think pretty pretty potent coach, Mike McDaniel, and you've got to maximize Waddle's early years. You've got to maximize before he gets a big payday. You've got to utilize Tyreek Hill's prime. Um, they just kind of went all in on the defensive side, got Bradley Chubb, locked him up to a big deal. The time is now for the Dolphins, and I don't know if Tua's your guy to, to make moves in the AFC, especially competing in a division with Josh Allen and you know whoever could be commandeering the Jets or maybe even the Patriots, and then competing in an AFC with Herbert and Mahomes. You've got to, I don't think Tua's the guy to compete in the AFC.
1: What about Rodgers? Bring in Rodgers.
0: is is an intriguing option. I think that, that slots in pretty nicely, and he'd be through the moon to play with guys like Waddle and um, Hill and, again, guys like Christian Wilkins and Chubb on the defensive side. I don't, it's been a while since he's had playmakers on the other side like that in Green Bay.
1: I don't know if there's the money there for that, though.
0: Probably not. doesn't help that you just sign Chubb to this whatever mega deal he just got. Yeah. And I wonder, too, about Rodgers has played for – A decade and a half in cold, icy, wintry Lambeau Field. While it's nice to go down to Miami, uh, I wonder about a guy who's used to wearing beanies, how he feels about playing in late August in South Florida. Might be quite the drastic change.
1: Yeah, I I agree.
0: So that one to me is the most intriguing one outside of, I, I, I don't know. I don't know that Brady's as intriguing these days. I think Jimmy G is pretty intriguing, but um, here's a good one for you. QB roulette. Keep it going. Kirk Cousins, Kirk Duggins.
1: I mean, if I'm the Vikings, I want to get rid of him. 100%. <laughs> if I'm the Vikings, I'm like, see ya, get out of here. I probably take every other person that you just mentioned. I take Carr. I take Carr is, for Kirk. Absolutely.
0: Is Derek Carr the poor man's Kirk Cousins, or is Kirk Cousins the poor man's Derek Carr?
1: I think they're the poor man's version of each other
0: <laughs> is that is that like Inception you break your brain thinking about which one's the worst model of the other
1: yeah I don't know um,
0: they're like the same dude they just play in different cities
1: that's a good point who would you take though would you rather have Derek Carr or Kirk Cousins
0: I think the answer is actually it boils down to be pretty easy for me Derek Carr is the guy who cried because his teammates were not as emotionally invested as him. And Kirk Cousins said, I ain't taking no vaccine. You guys might have to play without me. Peace. So to me, it's pretty easy from a team culture in and in a locker room and a clubhouse captain type status. It's Carr for me.
1: I'd agree with that. I'd take Carr too.
0: Yeah, the whole – it always kind of rubbed me wrong with Cousins, the, the vaccine thing. Just from a, from a standpoint of you're the quarterback – To some degree, the team goes as you go. And to just nonchalantly be like, eh, I could be out a week. Oh, well, that never really stuck well with me.
1: I'll say Cousins leaves and he goes to the Titans.
0: Oh, my gosh. Is this like a circle of ineptitude? Like, Is Tannehill the poor man's car? (laughs) is, Is Cousins the poor man's Tannehill? Like, who... Who is one A, B, and C in that?
1: I think cousins are better plan. than Ta- I think cousins better than Tannehill. I think Car yeah. is probably better than Tannehill too.
0: Okay, so we got like Car one A, cousins one B, Tannehill one D.
1: I think so. No, that seems about right.
0: That's fair. All right. Well, if that's one A through D, I think this is one double Z. Your boy Matty Ice. That's our next QB in the QB roulette game. I think he's gonna retire. God, my heaven above! I no one so.
1: who's gonna want him. No one. I mean, I don't want him. He's
0: dude. He's got to. He's got to just hang it up. But the bummer is now we've got this. I mean, he was an MVP, and and he should have just been a Falcon forever. And now we've got this crummy taste in our mouth of him going to Indy for a season and just being abysmal.
1: So go back to Atlanta.
0: I mean, I yeah. Do one of those sign a one-day contract thing. Go back and retire a Falcon. Okay. Uh, I got two more. Justin Fields.
1: He's back and in one, This
0: one's intriguing because essentially the question I'm asking is, do they go for Bryce Young and trade Fields?
1: No, they keep Justin Fields. And they trade have, away the first pick and get a crap ton for it.
0: I think that's what you or I do. I think rationally that makes the most sense. I don't know, man. Peels is like better shown improvement. Yeah, but I wonder the the point that I heard made was it's if you go for Bryce Young, you essentially set the clock back 3 years and you play with somebody who's now you you've you've got the rookie deal for a bit longer. So you can really try to build those pieces up, kind of acquire and draft and develop, and you've almost quite literally set your clock back a couple years, whereas Fields is going to be due a payday now within the next two years. He's that class of 2021.
1: I don't know. I I see what you're saying. Um, It's
0: it's the best argument I've heard for Fields ending up elsewhere this offseason.
1: I just don't think he's going to end up anywhere else. I don't, don't think they're going to get rid of him. I think the better choice is to trade away that number one pick for a ton, get a ton of capital, ton of stuff from it, and keep moving forward and get so many more pieces because of it. I mean, there's no guarantee that Bryce is the guy. You can't just set yourself back three years, and if you miss, you set yourself back three years for nothing. Yeah. Get the capital. You're le- you are No, know, you can get some stuff from it that are definitely going to be helpful. and. I don't know. I'm not saying Fields is the guy, but at least he's getting better and showing improvement and they have an offense around him that can help, so.
0: They I think a factor I agree with you everything you've said. I think a factor that works in Fields' favor to remain a Chicago Bear is the fact that the Big Ten commissioner, Kevin Warren, is now coming in. And I I could see that guy doubling down on well, this is a Big Ten guy, this is an Ohio State guy, we're mm-hmm. sticking with him as opposed to let's just go grab the newest Alabama glamour item out of the draft. Alright, my last QB for QB Roulette. I feel so vindicated. I said this a week ago, and over the last four or five days, man, I have just I've relished in the fact that I brought this up eight days ago. Lamar Jackson. He's staying.
1: Doubling down. He's I staying.
0: Wholeheartedly disagree. That man is done playing for the Ravens.
1: I'm saying he's staying.
0: I thought about when we were talking about the Dolphins, that would be a fun Lamar team. Give him Mike McDaniel, give him Waddle.
1: That would be a fun team.
0: Mostert and Tyreek Hill. Holy crap. Jiseki. Jiseki would immediately vault into the top three tight end court conversation with Lamar. I mean, with what he's done for Mark Andrews.
1: I'm saying he's staying. I I just don't see him leaving and... uh, why does he want to leave
0: i don't understand it from his angle
1: i think he thinks he can get more money elsewhere but he's i don't think he can actually get what he thinks he's going to get and it's not even like he has an agent that could be out there talking to people to know his market he just thinks well i can get this much money i don't he's not going to get it i I wouldn't surprise me if he tests the open market i just he's not going to get what he wants
0: so you, stay, you say he's staying. I do say he's staying. Okay, so you're, you're the GM of the Ravens. Mm-hmm. I, I totally, I forget his name right now, but I'm John Lynch. I'm running the Niners. Okay. And I call you and I say, hey, we'd really like to take Lamar off your hands. Because you mentioned last week, you said that's the perfect Lamar team. Okay. And I say, hey, we'll I don't know, we'll dump like Brandon Ayuk on you. We'll give you Jimmy G, Brock Purdy. You can have them both. You can have one of them. And we'll give you like, I don't know, two firsts. How long are you chatting? If you're the Ravens,
1: oh, I'm taking that deal. I just, <laughs> but I don't know if you're the 49ers. Why are you doing that? That that seems a little that seems a little extreme. But uh,
0: does it though? Because if I give you Brandon Ayuk and I give you my quarterbacks, who I uh, Purdy to Lamar is an upgrade, probably. I don't know. Can you P- afford Purdy that, that though? Greatest. If
1: you're the 49ers, like how much am I paying Lamar? And you.
0: It's, well, I think you you'd you'd remove the equation because I, I want to say that Ayuk is due. I want to say he's due a deal soon. If not, just got paid. All right, but how I much does like name.
1: how much does like Bosa get paid? Uh, McCaffrey, Debo. He's gonna throw him our contract on top of that too.
0: That's the thing. I don't know. It's like your your point. I don't know who's paying him what he wants. He's Deshaun just made forty three million dollars guaranteed, and, and Lamar is going to look at that and say, "I'm worth more than that because I didn't miss six games and I'm an MVP and I win a crap ton of regular season games."
1: Yeah, look what Deshaun's doing now. He's doing nothing. Like he was terrible this year,
0: too. Well, so I'm looking up NFL cap space because let's see who's who could actually afford him? And just in terms of most available space, your top five teams are the Bears, Commanders, Pats, Giants, Falcons. We know the Giants are going to pay Danny Jones, and so it leaves the Bears, who we think have some sort of a QB in place. They're not going to upgrade when they have all these other needs. So now you're down to Commanders, Patriots, Falcons. He's not a Patriot. That's I don't think that works in any way. And so we're left with... The Commanders and the Falcons. This is totally a Commanders move. As I'm looking at this, this is Dan Snyder saying, just pay him. "We're just going to give him whatever he wants. He can come across the DMV. He'll come play for us. The face of our franchise. We've got some good receivers. Um, we've got a solid back in the backfield. We've somewhat competent defense, and we managed our own this season with." Heineke and Carson Wentz and that's it. We just solved it. Lamar Jackson's going to the Commanders.
1: Nope, he's going back to Baltimore.
0: Okay, I solved it. I'm gonna I'm gonna be right. Two weeks in a row. We'll we'll replay these in posterity. Put them in the Smithsonian someday when I called Lamar's leaving and then going to the Washington football team.
1: You know what we need to do speaking of that? We need to go back and look at our predictions that we made before the season and pull that back out to see how we did. I think we wrote them down somewhere. We need to go back and reference that to see how we did on our predictions. I don't even know what I predicted.
0: Oh, yeah, like bold predictions and stuff. We'll get yeah. our stats department on that. This is where we need to put in the sound of John Locke. You don't pay me for that. You don't get the extras. Yeah, I don't, I don't pay you enough. All right, let's get some lines for this week. All right. Um, You are beating me by some number that is not relevant for the season. You cannot and catch me, no. Yep. And uh, when did you put your lines in this week? Uh, This
1: morning I did. I remember like, oh yeah, I got that tonight. And I spent maybe like two minutes total doing it.
0: When did I do it? I think I did it yesterday at some point. So I'm a little behind you. So if they adjust it in your favor, we'll just go ahead and give me the points. Um, But I'm looking at your numbers and I think we're real close. Okay. Uh, So what do you got for this first one? You lay it out for the fine folks listening to this glorified podcast.
1: The Jaguars, led by Trevor Lawrence And his four interceptions Jaguars Jaguars. That's what I always say in the car commercial The Jaguars Uh, Playing the uh, Chiefs I got the Chiefs at home I actually have the home favorites In all of these, which I think is Definitely going to happen Uh, I got the Chiefs by 7.5 Over the Jaguars
0: Okay, so we we have that one exactly the same Um, I also Have the Chiefs at 7.5 Mm-hmm. and i love the jaguars in this one i could see the backdoor cover coming into play for this one what is it uh it is eight and a half so obviously we tied. Mm. we both had the same number but and i love it especially more at eight and a half
1: yeah that seems like a uh i could trust trevor for that
0: I don't even care to tease that. Just you know, with the Chiefs teasing it down, I just just give me the points. That's fine.
1: I like that eight and a half.
0: That will be one. I I very. I'm gonna wait and see where that line goes. But if it goes up any higher, or I might look for an alt line of like ten. Just take the double digit.
1: I I think I might like it at eight and a half there. I don't know.
0: I like that a lot. I just I I kind of like the way this Jags team is vibing right now. They they seem to be clicking a little bit.
1: Trevor looked really good in that second half. I mean, obviously, to come back from that, um, yeah, I don't know if they're going to win necessarily, but I think they can keep it close and have a chance going into the fourth quarter. Um, I just don't know if they can keep up with the Chiefs and Mahomes in the end, but eight and a half. that's,
0: That's a scary thing, being on the other end of Mahomes. Rooting against him in a bet is, I think, to the point where rooting against Brady was about five years ago. It's just not smart. All right, uh, Saturday night, 8-15. This is a really, really intriguing one. I'm really excited for this week's games. Giants-Eagles, and, and I uh, I think I was too heavily invested in this Giants team that won me a little money, so I had the Eagles by four and a half. That was too low.
1: I said the exact same thing, and I also think I'm too too low as I'm looking at it, uh, it's I honestly, I was thinking six at first, but I'm like, I don't know. I just don't – do we trust the Eagles? Like, do we trust Jalen Hurts and this team in the playoffs over a Giants team who just got to play and have that experience? So I think that's why I bumped it down a little bit. But I also said the Eagles four and a half.
0: I think you could flip that, though, too, and say the Giants have used up all their positive mojo. They're not going to Philly and winning in a raucous Philly home crowd that will have just been boozing up for like 12 hours, so excited about their Eagles Mm-hmm. Playing at home, wanting to beat a division rival. It's it's Eagles by 7.5. And, a half, and wow. if you're going to tease, go for it. Chiefs-Eagles, good luck. Because one of those two ain't covering.
1: I like the Giants in that, too, to cover 7.5. I don't know. I just...
0: I don't know. If I like this one, I'm going to look it up here. A.J. Brown has been pretty solid for me this season on an anytime score basis. And... He's minus 115. Jalen Hurts is actually the leader, minus 130. I guess they're thinking a little QB sneak action.
1: Hmm. Okay. I mean, he does run the ball a ton, so.
0: Yeah. Man, I should I have think gotten
1: you on that one. I don't know why I went lower to four and a half.
0: Yeah, that was your one to get me. But we could try the next one Bengals, Bills, Sunday, three o'clock. I wish they would do. I wish they would do three and six. I know that's what we're going to get next weekend with these conference championships. Three, I would eight? so love. We get three and 815 this week. Why? Uh, I'm going to double check because that doesn't seem right, but I believe.
1: They usually always put them back to back just because it's easier.
0: Oh, no, I'm totally wrong. I, say, I, I, I got that wrong. Sense. It's 630. It's three and 630. Okay. It's so good. I get my wish. I just put that wrong originally. Um, Bengals at Bills. What do you got for this one? I
1: got Bills by three over the Bengals.
0: Ooh. I might have edged you here. I have I have Bills by three and a half, I and it's uh, a I did. Is that, I, it's I, I, more than that? It's five.
1: That's not right. It should not be that much. <laughs> are you kidding me? No. These are three underdogs about to cover.
0: Well, I'm telling five. you, that's that's this depleted. You just said. Jackson Carmen was out there and respect to that dude for being a Clemson Tiger and one of our What
1: have the Bills done recently that means they should be favored by more than three over this team?
0: Like You've gotta imagine at some point they start clicking as the Bills that everybody's uh-huh. pretty high on, right?
1: These are three underdogs about to win. Go ahead and parlay those together.
0: Man, I kinda of like if I'm teasing, I kinda of like Giants and Bengals. Give me a, give me another touchdown or so for the Bengals. and I'll, I, might, I'll I might take, take the in. Bengals to just win this game. Wow. He's in on Joe Cool, ladies and gentlemen.
1: I don't think that necessarily will. I think it's just a close game. and If I get five points to work with in my favor.
0: That, so, it was funny with the Bills game this past week. My dad and I were texting about it. I had anytime score bets in for Gabe Davis and uh, Diggs. Because Diggs is pretty solid. And then I liked Gabe Davis at plus 130. And uh, <laughs> the Bills' first three touchdowns, neither of those two guys. I'm like, you're. <laughs> this is a freaking clown show. You've got to be kidding me with this. Like, Can can we stop throwing the ball to people that are not those two? Stop handing it off to James <laughs> Cook. Stop throwing to tight end. What, what's his name? Can't even remember now. Dawson Knox. Yeah, just, and then freaking Cole Beasley catches the third. I'm like, this is insane. This is lunacy. So finally Gabe Davis gets it, and I hit the one with the plus odds. But – Diggs is even this week.
1: All right, I like that.
0: Yeah, I like that too. Best bet for the Bengals is mixing it plus one ten. If you like Dawson, I might bet on Dawson. Oxley. And Oxy. I tell you what, that guy is just—he's like a fail safe for Josh Allen plus two ten to score.
1: I had him in fantasy. He did not have the best fantasy year, but uh, he's done well recently. So let he's me kind tell of you, touchdown or bust. Though he doesn't get a whole lot of volume.
0: No, but let me tell you, he heard last week that I had two bets on guys that were not him, and he decided, give me the ball every time. Okay. Last game of the weekend, Cowboys-Niners. Really intriguing matchup. Uh, This is 6.30, Fox, Sunday night. What do you have for this one?
1: Niners are your uh, NFC team, right?
0: Yeah, actually, we get off here. I'm betting them to win the NFC.
1: I think the Cowboys are good. And that's what I had said a couple weeks ago. So I'm going to stick with that, my Cowboys, even though I hope they lose because it's just always more fun. Uh, I said the Niners by 3.5 over the Cowboys.
0: Wow. We were very similar-minded this week. Um, but you hit that one exact. You're 3.5 there. Um, it's 3.5. I was too high. I said 5.5. And, and I don't remember when I put that line in. might have been first thing this morning. So fresh off the Cowboys, just fairly pummeling the bad Bucks team from yesterday.
1: Wanna know, Matt? I like all four underdogs to cover this week. I think you bet all four of them individually, you make money. I think three of them win.
0: I think you're probably right. I think from the make money angle, I don't know about three of them being right.
1: I mean, yeah, it might be I think at least two. You might lose a little bit, but three I can see three of those. Oh man.
0: I need uh I need them to update our sports book. No free sponsors. I need our sports book to. Uh, don't say their name yeah i won't i need them to update the anytime touchdown score because we have anytime touchdown score first half first quarter first score for the cowboys first score for the niners i need my anytime td because let me tell you what uh, just tell me what it is and i'll put money on christian mccaffrey it's
1: gonna be close to minus 200
0: that's fine i'll I'll do it
1: throw your four bucks on it to win two dollars
0: Heck yeah! I'm telling you, it's investing in sports. It's not about the big payday. I sent you that GIF from the Joker in the Dark Knight. It's not about the money. It's not. It's about sending a message, and so that's all I'm trying to do. I'm trying to send the message that I'm, I have some level of wisdom when it comes to this stuff, even though it's all a massive crapshoot.
1: It is. You're just, uh, you're playing a losing game, especially with the NFL stuff. Like like NFL and NBA, it's just impossible.
0: Yeah, NBA's gotten real tricky. I've, I've started just checking out game lines for guys. So like, oh, I didn't tell you. I bet on Mason Plumlee double-double yesterday. Okay. And of course it hit. My Did man he? had like 16 and 11. Duh.
1: What would that pay out?
0: Uh, it was even odds.
1: Even odds, okay. Yes,
0: yeah, so you know me. I bet like $2 on it.
1: There you go. It's,
0: it's not about the money. I, I forgot to tell you that though, your boy Mason Plumley.
1: <laughs> Love Mason Plumley.
0: Did you ever get that Plumley jersey we were talking about?
1: Uh, no, I did not.
0: Mm. Uh, I thought
1: you were going to get me one for Christmas, and my birthday's on <laughs> Friday. If you're just thinking of something to get me, so there you Oh go. my
0: gosh! Yeah, I, I forgot. I, I didn't want to spoil it, but mm. um, I actually got you a dinner out on the town in Charlotte with Mason Plumley. So he that would be here.
1: awesome. <laughs> I didn't realize the Hornets were in last place until I looked today. I looked at the oh, standings. They're awful. And like, oh man.
0: They're so. terrible. They're seriously just no good. Mm. But uh still our team. Um my top team's left in the NFL. Here you go. You can see this list. So descending order. I got the Jags at eight. Okay. Giants 7 mm-hmm. Bengals really low here at six. Yep. Bills at five. Cowboys four. Eagles 3, the 49ers 2, and the Chiefs 1. And the craziest thing about all this is I do feel like there's a very real chance that the 8th team in the playoffs in my list beats the 1 this weekend. I believe in the Jags.
1: Okay. You kind of – Is this the lowest the Bills have been in a while? Yes. You just said they were going to pop off soon and play like the Bills like we're all expecting, but you still got them at five. I do Uh, take a lot of consideration. You got them lower than the Cowboys, which I'm surprised about.
0: I think the Cowboys are more complete right now. I mean, I don't love their head coach, but their running attack is is very solid. I mean, they're probably playing the wrong running back at the one, and they've got two of them.
1: Okay. I think the Jags are probably better than the Giants. I just...
0: See, I felt like it could not. be that way, but there might be a little personal bias coming into play.
1: Personal I mean, bias that, that we think the Jags are better than the Giants.
0: Personal bias that we like Etienne and Trevor. I mean, I That's all if right. you look at, if you compare it across the board, better head coach. Uh, maybe Jags, but it's close.
1: Better, better quarterback, QB,
0: Trevor. Better running back, the Giants. Better receiving core, you can make the case that it's the Jags. Better defense, I think I go with the Giants.
1: I got a quick a contract question for you. Can you look up the contract for Kenny Galladay, please?
0: Oh my gosh, is this one? This is like a terrible one, isn't it?
1: They paid him so much money, and he caught like six passes this year.
0: <laughs> All right, Stat Department. Um, well, he signed a four-year, seventy-two million-dollar contract in right. March two years back. Nice. So he made thirteen point two million dollars this year.
1: Yep. And he caught and six balls, so he basically caught two million dollars per catch.
0: Did he really only have six catches? I
1: thought I saw the stat when he caught one the uh in the game the other day. They said he had six catches on the year. Or maybe that was his sixth catch on the year. So yeah.
0: That's accurate. My man has um this season six catches for eighty one yards and a touchdown.
1: 13 million dollars
0: must be nice i mean in his defense did he not get hurt at one point
1: uh maybe at one point but i don't We'll know get our why. stat department to check on that yeah, i'm we'll, not checking that
0: we'll get back to that yeah i'm not looking that up well good job congratulations kenny galladay your two million dollars to catch well done uh so who won our week we tied. We tied two. Okay.
1: You won one, I won one. So Heck tie. yeah.
0: Give me that yearly tally. Give me one in the tie box.
1: The our second tie on the year.
0: No, that's third. Did you already update it? I already updated it, yeah. Oh, well, you can give me another one. That's fine. It
1: doesn't matter at this point.
0: All right. So we like this week, we like the Jags.
1: I like the underdog in all of them. I like underdog. I don't know how many I'm going to put money on, but I like the underdog in all of
0: them. I'm going to have to think on the other three, but I know I'm I'm betting on the Jags this week. And then I'll just be terrified as I sit and watch Mahomes. I'll one actually be a little, at a... Uh,
1: one that's weird to me is why I still don't get why the Bills are five. That feels high.
0: That might come down.
1: It, it has to be because the Bengals offensive line. But I mean, the Bills just barely got by the Dolphins. Like the Bengals are better than the Dolphins, right? Yeah, and so it just feels high. I don't know. It just feels like I'm missing oh. something.
0: I'll be watching the end of that Jags Chiefs game on Saturday. So your birthday is Friday. Happy birthday! Just appreciate you know it. What, you know? What's coming your way? My favorite my part, favorite part every year is yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Brian's birthday is I always mix up your guys' birthday. It's two days before or after yours, or you're two days before or after him. I can't remember. Um, so he's having a little birthday get together. Well, if it's two days not. before
1: mine, his birthday's tomorrow. So you might want to check that if you
0: care. I'll, f- I'll figure it out. I'll okay. get our stat department. <laughs> uh, but we've got that on Saturday. So I hope the brewery where we will be at has a TV. That's all I got to say.
1: <laughs> Hopefully so. Otherwise, uh, you get a watch it on your phone or something.
0: Yeah, we'll figure it out. All right. Where there's a will, there's a way. All right. Well,. Enjoy the weekend of football there, sir. Go Jaguars. Go Jags.